Future Europe. Framtidens Europa. Europa Futura. Europa Europa. L'Europe du futur. Future Europe. On the long term, we would like a world without the need for synthetic fertilizers. But without synthetic fertilizers, we will lose half the globe's population. And now we're heading into the sustainable chemicals lab where we have a lot of technical equipment. My name is Kurt Christensen and uh, I've been with Halter Topso for 23 years. I'm a senior director of Sustainables R&D and this is where we work with catalysts for the company. A catalyst, this is a material that will enhance the chemical reaction rate and in this way it will enable us to make chemistry happen that was not uh, possible without the catalyst. Natural gas taken from the, the earth and nitrogen from the air, they are combined to eventually form ammonia used in the fertilizer industry. It's estimated that without the uh, synthetic fertilizers uh, that's produced today, the globe would support around 4 billion people. And we're actually 7.7 .7 billion people today. So this is, uh, has made a huge uh, impact. This is our canteen. We always have a meat dish and also a vegetarian dish. Uh, on Thursdays it's fish. I particularly like the herring. That's very Danish. Hi, my name is Sven Raun. I'm uh, with the communications department here at Halder Topso. Halder Topso has uh, produced a new technology to produce ammonia. It saves 3% of the energy consumed. That may sound like a little bit, but on this globe we use 1-2% to of our entire energy consumption to produce ammonia. If we applied Halder Topso's new technology for ammonia production, all over the world, in all the facilities producing ammonia. That energy saved would equal half of all the energy Denmark consumes in a year. You'll hear the rest of the episode in just a moment, but first, let me ask you a little favor. Subscribe to Future Europe and also check out our other podcast, A Dictionary of Finance. Both of these podcasts are on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcasts. So I have in my hand a whiteboard pen, which basically comes from oil. One of the projects we are working on with the EIB funding is to be able to produce such things based on biofuel, for example, from sugarcane. Which is a brand new cutting edge project here. No products are with customers yet, but we're working on making this process so economically attractive that it will be used all over the world. The Carson. Yeah, hi. Hi, I'm Carsten Andersen. I'm heading our group treasury where we do the funding for the business. And this is the reason why I've worked with EIB for many years. My name is Delia Fornade. I work for DIB as a, for the European Investment Bank uh, as loan officer covering corporate lending in Denmark. I'm actually very proud that I'm part of the IP team that has worked on, on the loan and uh, that I, I made this happen. So when we when we lined up the application for our most recent funding with EIB, 75 million euros, 
the thinking was that uh, in our search for diversification of our funding base and our previous experience with EIB, we wanted to utilize their funding programs because it's flexible, it's cheap and easy to work with. Although others have managed to get plastic from plants, uh, it is a very long, complicated and therefore costly process. The breakthrough we are helping to support at Haldor Topso is that using their patented catalysts, they have found ways to dramatically cut down the process of turning these raw sugars into monoethylene glycol or uh, MIG. Uh, this gives us hope that plastic can be made from plants on a cost-effective uh, industrial scale. The, the real purpose of this is that uh, if we make plastic out of biomass, when this becomes CO2, the plants will actually take up this CO2 again. So this is a, a real uh, sustainable cycle for CO2 and plastic. Uh, we are actually very close to finishing a so-called demo plant, where we show that all the work we've been doing in the lab can actually work in an industrial setting. What we can do is make this process cheaper. That is hugely important because it means that uh, the products you and I use in our everyday life made from plastic uh, will not be more expensive. And that is really important for the widespread use of this process. The real drive comes from the consumers and from the brand owners to have bioplastics available. The first industrial projects that uh, we are working on together with the Brazilian company will be located in Europe but based on Brazilian sugarcane, the next one will probably be in South America. Anywhere you can grow sugarcane, you can have such facilities. Um, there are concerns that using uh, a crop like sugarcane to produce products like bioplastic uh, will lead to uh, deforestation and, and other problems. But in fact, we can get the sugar we need for bioplastics from a variety of sources, including straw, leftover wood chips, waste that will otherwise not be used for anything. I'm really happy about the job I have now because it's both very scientific, but it makes sense that we do something that should have a beneficial effect on the lives of people around the world. Transmitem de la Banca Europeană de Investiții. De la Banca Europeană de Investiții. De la Banca Europeană de Investiții. Desde el Banco Europeo de Inversiones. From the European Investment Bank. Subscribe to Future Europe on iTunes, Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And also check out our other podcast, A Dictionary of Finance, in the same places.